Okay, so if again, if you don't mind just, you know, doing a quick intro, letting the people know who you are and what you do. Sure. I am Shreya Pattar. I'm a freelance content writer and I'm also a student along with that. So I've been freelancing since two years. So like I really started on LinkedIn, I would say. Um, it's basically a long journey. I have been writing since I was eight. And that was, you know, mostly poems and rants about how I didn't like maths or, you know, how I didn't like certain people in school, things like that. Uh, but then it kind of changed and, uh, you know, especially like I wanted to become a doctor, but in high school, I took up science and everything. It didn't really work out for me. I started writing a lot at that point and I realized that, okay, this is something I really want to do. So like in uh, this was back in India. So in India, we had these, you know, 12th board exams. So right before that, I told my parents, you know, I want to go for English. So I was preparing for all these uh, you know, medical exams in India I started preparing for the SAT along with it and uh, SAT and the IELTS and then I applied to colleges abroad things like that moved to Dublin and I would say like you know most of the adventures have happened here because um, one of the first months that I moved into Dublin like that was around September 2018 so like two years ago uh, I met the CEO of like I met the former CEO of LinkedIn Jeff Finer at an event in college and I just you know spoke to him for two minutes I put out a post on LinkedIn and um, the next day the post went viral so it had like over a half one and a half million views and you know 13 14 thousand likes and through that people messaged me like hey Shreya we love your content and we would like you know we would like you to write for us do you do that and they were willing to pay me and that was pretty exciting so I decided that that was you know that was a good uh, thing that I really wanted to be a part of and um, I just took up freelancing that way and it's been two years I've been doing that uh, kind of slowly growing uh, looking at uh, you know even I guess Instagram Twitter looking at other social media platforms looking at interviews like you know with people like you uh, so yeah looking at other things and like you know seeing how that goes that's me. amazing um, I do want to get back to you know the conversation with your parents about hey I don't want to do you know um, or switching the field that you wanted to pursue was that a tough conversation to have or was it kind of easy because they were supportive uh, it wasn't really tough I mean honestly if I think back about it um, it's not like a highlight moment in my life it's not something that I remember because uh, I, I know like you know normally you would think that if you want to change your career you, you would like think so many times you'd probably like you know practice in the mirror and have proof and you know like think a lot before you approach your parents but honestly I I think that I was just like sitting in the living room with my parents and I was like you know what I don't want to do this I want to do something else and it's like okay um, I think that okay mainly came from you know two things uh, firstly that I was into writing a lot so they could see it and um Second thing, because uh, my dad also loves writing and, you know, he understands that if I do it the right way, there is value in it and he values writing like, you know, he, and I think that really matters if you can value words and if you can value writers and you would really not mind, you know, letting your child go into it. So those are the two main things like, you know, just seeing that, yes, I did have that love for writing and then uh, actually valuing what I wrote. So yeah, I'm super grateful for that, definitely. That makes sense. And that's amazing to hear. Um, and then the conversation with the former CEO of LinkedIn, do you remember what was, what that was like? That was, uh, so basically he was here for an interview in college with one of the societies in college. And uh, basically I, I was stepping out, like, you know, walking really slowly when he was done 
but then he was outside like taking pictures you know talking to people so i just went up i took a picture like everyone else and then i stood back and then i was like wait a minute i have a linkedin profile what am i doing with it so i just went up to the ceo and i said you know i have this thing that you were the ceo of and i'm a student you know this is more like a job platform i'm a student what do you think i can do with it and he just like he's like um do you have a linkedin profile can i see it and he took my phone and you know he saw my profile at that point i had done a lot of internships so like my profile was filled with internships mm. so he said okay you have a fair enough idea of you know what do you want to do it's all into content writing so do you know like what is your dream job and i was blank because i never knew what my dream job was i never thought about it i thought like i have four years to graduate like come on you figure it out uh but that didn't happen like you know he was like you really need to be specific about what you want in life because only then can you you know plan for it and then can you take the journey towards it that kind of thing mm-hmm. so just being specific didn't make much sense at that point but just putting out the post and then seeing how linkedin works and you know that it has opportunities even for people like me who don't have degrees or certifications and uh, that it worked out for me so like looking back i would say that i went very specific with linkedin and that linkedin really worked out for me so didn't really make sense at that point but then it made sense later on i guess that's amazing and that's um an interesting point that you know just um being able to create opportunities even if you don't have the qualifications and i put that in air quotes because um yeah. you know now you could just you could turn anything into a career if you have uh you know a right moment or the right people it's basically kind of an exposure thing i feel like and obviously quality you know years of effort come along with that but i'm curious to hear um you know the initial sort of process for you in terms of starting writing because you mentioned that it was kind of like an outlet uh you were using it as an outlet but when did you realize that you know you have to put in work to get better and it can't just be a hobby that you uh do for fun you know maybe like 30 minutes a day and like when did you realize you actually have to put in work and do research and kind of develop those skills um i mean the kind of writing i did when i was younger was yeah mainly an outlet like you said you know mainly creative mainly like ranting about my life in different ways um basically after my high school i had a year off before i joined uh, college before i moved to dublin so in that year off i did like three internships those were with uh, media houses and pr agencies back in india okay. and there was one particular internship which was with a startup and like i think i was there for three or four months and because this was a startup it was very intense they had a lot to do they had a lot of you know things to actually like real things to get done which was like you know actually speaking to clients and actually you know learning about that so i think most of my experience comes from there because if i screwed up i had this boss sitting next to me saying hey you need to send it again or you know if i did something go they were like hey the client approved it and then i was you know dealing with people from different hierarchies like there were people in my team and then there were people like the boss and then there was the client and uh, that experience mattered the most and other than that like i do not actively remember like you know sitting and being like oh i need to you know learn the skills or oh, i need to sit and do something it was never that it was you know as in how things came i kept on like saying yes to everything and i basically kept learning on the job and uh, it it actually worked out pretty well yeah um that's kind of what i was hoping to highlight a little bit in terms of you know having some sort of experience where you're learning in a structured way 
Um, because a lot of people may feel like they want to pursue something and don't really understand the, the, the path or the trajectory that they want to follow. Um, and that's something, you know, I feel like we could highlight in terms of interning or working in the industry or field that you want to eventually have a career in because one, you get to learn, um, you know, from the mistakes of other people and then the stakes are a little bit higher too. You can't, you know, operate on your time when you can, you know, you have to follow a schedule, you have to deliver when you're expected to. And um, if we could just talk a little bit more about, you know, the importance of being in, in um, this importance of working in a company that you, or in an industry, sorry, that you want to eventually have a career in. I think it's very important like even now when you know people who just want to start out freelancing they ask me like what do I do right now I just you know I just completed my schooling I just completed my high school what do I do next I always tell them to get an internship like it could even be unpaid at the point like you know for the first few weeks or months it's completely fine because you know you are a complete newbie it's fine or it's fine to even take like the minimalistic cost especially if you know you live with your parents you don't have a lot of expenses even travel has gone down now during the pandemic so just kind of make the most of learning at this point spend three months just working for people and you know learn from them look at how they do it follow their process and like basically emulate them like don't copy them but emulate exactly what they're doing and then go from there and like you know figure out your own way to do it so internships again mainly i suggest internship because you have a boss and if you have a boss you always have that you know fear of deadlines you always have a punctuality you have discipline you have somebody telling you if you're going wrong and probably somebody telling you you're going wrong in front of like you know 20 other 30 other people so it's very uh, it's very no- Bracking, it also like kind of forces you to do your best possible work every single time. So yeah, definitely like internships or even um, apart from internships, even like you know working for free for like say your family. So if people are like into website development, I always tell them like do it for your friends, do it do it for your family, do it for your relatives. Just kind of get the hang of you know the whole process of dealing with people and dealing with changes and you know, getting things done. So any sort of like you know real life experience even if it's unpaid for the first one or two months completely fine just get that experience and then uh you know make make it work for yourself like you have to grow from there so just make it work for yourself i definitely agree um i remember an instance where you know my first internship wasn't in the industry that i wanted to eventually pursue and um you know i was fortunate enough to kind of have an understanding at 18 of what i wanted to do which was finance and investment banking and stuff like that. But the first opportunity that I got was at 18, which is kind of rare, uh, especially in the United States, because most kids, you know, don't really pursue internships until junior year. But I saw that opportunity and, um, you know, I just took it and it was doing market mapping and managing like Excel sheets and database and stuff like that, like stuff I wasn't really interested in. But then I realized after doing the internship that, you know, once you even if they even if they need you for something else you're still in an environment where you know you could walk up to the to the finance department and just ask someone like hey i would love to you know sit here and observe you for for an hour yeah. you know i would love for you to kind of walk me through whenever you get time uh, walk mm-hmm. me through how you do you know, you know what kind of work you do and how you do things and that's something that is super underrated because people think they're only going to be doing what the company requires you have you know endless resources at your disposal to 
yeah. really pursue anything and talk to people and you know people are nicer than you may expect but again i really um you know resonate with that advice that it's important to have experience and um even when when it comes to friends and family i mean the consequences of you uh you know something going bad are extremely low so if you're trying something you know your family members aren't going to be hypercritical about little mistakes you make and it's a really really good way to like train and learn so yeah definitely agree with that um i did see you know i, I want to reference one of your instagram posts about not glorifying failure so mm-hmm. i'm curious to hear why you 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 know you made that post and what your what your feelings about that are that's just you know um i think linkedin is the place where you really talk about your successes your achievements you know things like that but there's also so many people just sharing their failures like hey i didn't make it i didn't make it and they they just like listing it all down and then it ends with uh but so what you know i i'm i'm still here i i'm still doing it and uh, you know it's when i see that thousands of people are like you know actually liking it resonating with it and kind of glorifying that idea that it's okay to just put out your failures out there and just you know actually be proud of making them instead of you know i mean it's good to have failures it's normal to have failures you cannot really you know live a life without failures if i mean maybe i don't know but it's very highly unlikely but the idea is like share your failures like once you've hit something that you know really made it worth it like if you're just sharing your failures and listing them out and then you probably don't have something to show for it then what's the point then you've not really learned anything from it it has no consequence it has no purpose to put it out there so even when i i mean if i look back i i i think one of my main i would like you know air quotes failures would have been you know the struggles i had in high school because i wanted to do science i that was my choice but it really was not working out for me it just put me in a bad place especially mentally emotionally like every single way and i would say that would have been one of my lowest points in life but if i look back at it it's not a failure it's more like a it's more something i had to overcome and i did overcome and i don't you know i wouldn't say that today that that you know like that is all i am you know like that is not how i define myself i define myself by everything that was before it everything that was after it everything that's around it because i think people should define themselves by their achievements and you know what they've done best so i don't think we should go to i think um no i definitely agree but i think to their credit you, you know viewing it from their end uh mm-hmm. obviously some people glorify their failures to get sympathy from other people that are also in that same situation and you know that's something that i've kind of pointed out not to go on a different tangent but this is something that i've pointed out that um you can have a lot of echo chambers of people that support each other in in communities where you know they keep re- they keep confirming each other's biases and reinforcing sort of the ideologies that people have and that shouldn't be used as an outside viewer you shouldn't look at that as a uh, confirmation that that's okay because it's yeah. a community of like-minded people you know engaging with each other and making each other feel like it's okay but so their credit i think it also takes a lot of you know uh, i mean it's 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 vulnerability but it also takes a lot of um self-awareness to be be open with sharing your failures and letting the world know because you know everyone wants to make themselves look like they're uh, they're perfect and everything's going well and you know it's nothing but success it's nothing but highs but showing your failures 
really does make an impact in um, just highlighting like reality because you know I feel like it's important to highlight your failures but even if you don't necessarily have something um, to show for them it's still important to highlight them if you're young if you're older I don't know about that you know I can't relate to that but if you're if you're young it's okay to highlight your failures and like you said it's important to learn from them Um, that's something we could talk about too you know how do you how do you actively learn from your failures like what are the processes or processes behind learning from your failures okay one of the recent examples i could give was um i had a business pitch earlier this year in college so this was my first ever business pitch never been a part of anything like that um and i'm an art student so it's it was very unlikely for people around me to actually see do it you know to see me doing that um so this was like a series of pitches different different competitions and each competition had like you know three or four levels you have to keep qualifying and then you reach the final where you could win a prize things like that um so i had i think seven pitches in like just february and march itself like the first few weeks and uh, there was one pitch like the very first one that i did i didn't get it and i it was like you know 50% people were going to get selected i wasn't even one of those 50% i was completely broken because i had worked really 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 hard on you know getting that and i had filled an application to get selected there so i was shortlisted but then i couldn't make it through like even 50% right. totally rejected um you know i felt like this is not going to work out it's not a good idea came back home cried a lot um kept thinking what i could have done better spoke to my parents like you know my parents are like my go to people so i always you know any time i want to rant i just call them up and i'm like screaming or crying whatever and um, i just had another pitch next week and like i completely revamped my entire presentation at that point spoke to more people so earlier i hadn't spoken to anybody i just took it up on myself to kind of you know do the whole thing this time i decided that i really need to speak to people who know exactly what i'm doing right now and who can help me out so like i spoke to um mentors in college so we have some mentors in the business school i spoke to them i spoke to my friends kind of pitched them the idea and i'm like what do you think about it i spoke to some other freelancers because it's meant for freelancers i spoke to my friends i spoke to like my parents business partners and like you know try to get a hint of it right. and this was right. all in like you know one week or 10 days and then after that there was this the main competition was uh, this one and uh, they had an application which i got through they had a they had a uh, what do you call it? like a shortlisting round so you go and pitch for like 5 minutes i got through that there was another one uh, for next shortlisting got through that and then the final pitch uh, there were six teams i was the only one like the solo founder team so six teams made it and i got the runner up and i got like you know 2500 euros funding so it just went like you know it was like within a span of like one or two weeks i completely changed you know how the strategy was and how much effort i put into it and more importantly how many people i got involved into you know really creating that so that's how i learn i think you know like actively realizing crying and you know like really storming out over failures and then actively realizing uh what i missed out what i should do better and then like going going in for it instantly hopefully instantly right and that's a that's a very good point about you know being open to take help from the resources around you because I've noticed in my particular case and in 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 a lot of cases um you know right after failure you have this feeling of 
that um, you kind of feel low in confidence and you feel down and you don't really think that, you know, going, reaching out to someone or using these resources is going to help or help me because, I mean, I don't know, it depends on the personality type and various different things, but I guess I can only speak accurately for my, my particular case. In my case, you know, every time I had an instance of failure, I would internalize it more than I would use external sort of sources to, to get me out of it. And that's, you know, I've realized that 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 sort of whole thing in itself was was failure because I wasn't able to see all the resources that I had. And, you know, I, I think I've met a few people that, that feel the same way where they don't think that other people can help them because they don't even feel like they're worthy of the help. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I'm, I'm just curious to hear kind of how you how you got out of that little cycle of crying and stuff like that and you were like you know what i do need help here's what i'm gonna do i think the stakes were high uh this time around you know there was an actual cash prize that was actual um because the main reason i didn't even get through previously was because i was a solo founder and they wanted two people and you know they wanted people who would complement each other uh, but I didn't have anyone here and I couldn't really use like, you know, long distance people uh, back in India or, you know, somebody I think who could help me out. Um, so like at that moment, I was like hopeless, completely hopeless. Like, hey, I do not have this one person. I do not meet like probably the basic. It wasn't like a rule, it, but it was just something that they were considering while judging. Right. Um, so, yeah, I had these two, three days of um, complete, you know, denial that anything is going to ever work out again so you know like two days were completely low just you know going to college coming back and you know being all mopey and just not wanting to do anything about it completely that way but then you know this competition was coming closer stakes were higher really wanted to get through it and spoke to a lot of people and I I think the more I spoke to people the more uh, you know the confidence I got because then they kept validating each and every bit of my idea and I spoke to like the most random people like you know maybe people I haven't really spoken to much throughout the year and this like you know one every person gave this one tip that like they just blurted it out without thinking and then I just you know went home and like I really thought about it it actually worked and those things actually ended up became becoming like you know the best pieces of my presentation that people came up to me and said later hey we love this part so yeah it was a lot of you know um, crying and like giving up for a few days but then realizing hey it's just one week away either I do it now or I just wait until next year for this to happen all over again and not with the same idea so it's just you know stakes are high so just get up and get it done that kind of thing right and obviously being receptive uh, does help you know being mm-hmm. open to input because um, yeah. again in many instances um, including my own my own sort of trajectory up to this point uh, there have been instances where pride and ego kind of come in and they overtake, you know, that level of humility that's tied in with being receptive to other people's inputs. And, um, you know, in the sort of entrepreneurial realm, uh, this is prevalent because a lot of people that start companies, they have this, you know, they have this sort of ego slash attachment to the way they do things. And they get attached to like, this is how I do this thing. And if it doesn't work out, this is the only way I'm going to, you know, they get, they get egotistical. They're like, oh, I'm going to make it work. And, um, 
So I think you just highlighted a very good point that being receptive and being open to outside input is only beneficial to you. You know, people, it doesn't really benefit anyone else. I mean, those people did it because they, they, they wanted to help you. And so you have to kind of really internalize and realize that. But um, closing, closing out here, I do want to hear about the motivation behind you um, creating your ebook and, you know, where if people are interested, where they can find it. Thanks for bringing it up. I really love when people talk about my ebook because it's the first time I've done something like that. First time I've, you know, actually had people come up and pay for uh, something that I've, you know, like a product I've created. So definitely happy about it. So my first ebook is called Hashtag Anthology and it's basically a collection of my best LinkedIn posts from the past two years. And there are like six main sections in the ebook, I would say. So it covers a lot about how to write, um, how to, you know, like some tips on student life, some tips on lessons I've learned every single day, um, something about mindset, how to have a good mindset for life, for freelancing in general, um, and something about building an audience on LinkedIn and then freelancing successfully. So these are the six main things, all in like, you know, bite-sized one-page LinkedIn posts. And in the end of the uh, ebook, I've also included a few topics. There are over 50 topics on, you know, what to write if you just don't know what to create content on. So that's kind of included in it. And if you want to get my ebook, it's it's usually in the link in my Instagram bio or it's on Gumroad. You can find me on Gumroad. I don't think anyone else has my name on Gumroad. So I guess that should be easy. Okay, I'll have everything in the description as well. Um, Again, I appreciate your time. And um, I guess you already did the shout outs, but you know, feel free to let them know what the what the Instagram account is. My Instagram account is Shreya Pattar. So just, you know, copy paste my name from I guess the title. And yeah, I am my I I don't think my name is common. So like, you know, you can find me on every single platform. So YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, everywhere. It's just Shreya Pattar. So that should be easy. Yeah. I appreciate it.